here around town, the guy who owned Godfather's Pizza had this massive mansion in Regency, Willie Thiessen. And the tales that what he would give out was like the one pound Hershey. I'm not sure if he actually did that, but... I'd one day like to be that guy that's got the crazy big house that just gives out the pound Hershey's bars, but I can dream, I hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think that'd be fantastic for your career and right. everything. It'd be a wonderful way to waste money. You could hand out podcast interviews to everybody who comes to the door. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Both as a costume, the podcaster, the lamest possible costume you could have, and also... Yeah, I'm going to give out cards with the Omapod. Guys, this is more <laughs> rewarding than candy. This is funny. This is, is informative. That's a great idea. I'm going to remember that. Back with comedian Addie Herman. What is the ingredient, in your opinion, that makes for a great show? Is it candor and honesty is it the audience is it that special undefinable indefinable mix a great show as far as just in general or for my show in particular both both obviously you want a good crowd that's there to party the numbers aren't necessarily as important as their energy yeah and of course you want comics that are supporting each other and that'll watch each other's sets because that's a big part of the learning process and the connection and as far as my show, I don't need a crowd as long as I have enough comics. Because at the speed it's going, that is my crowd. Yeah. It only works if I have enough comics. It's like a really refined audience. If you get a big laugh and it's all comics, you know you've probably got something that amongst a crowd of civilians is probably really going to kill. But you're also getting maybe a skewed perspective on some other stuff that you're like, oh, I thought that was pretty good. And they seem to think it sucks. That could kill. Yeah, It's hard. But when you look at the scene... Is it the camaraderie of it and the supportive element of it? Cause, and I talked with Brooke Barcel about this on a previous episode, but I think it is a supportive scene, certainly compared to a New York or L.A. where most aren't going to stick around and watch the other sets, unfortunately, or fortunately in some cases. What do you like most about the scene? Is it the support or is it just the creativity and the material and quality of the comics or just the people? I like the variety of comics here. Yeah. Like, I believe that the funniest comedians in Omaha are women, which in Little Rock, I think I maybe knew two female comics. I think here there is a much different perspective that is being presented through stand-up that I didn't see before I came here. Yeah, I agree with that. There is a diversity of style, of type. You've got even some rural... Tyler Walsh and from people who are very cosmopolitan and progressive and whatever political views all over the map. Anything that wasn't covered that you want to cover? I'm just trying to figure out is why is Malort a thing here? <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Because honestly, I think it's a big thing in Chicago and Omaha's got this, we're better than Kansas City, we fancy ourselves more as a Chicago, and I think it's just, it came from Chicago. That's my, I, I've had that conversation with other people, because in Chicago, that's the thing, and and I think it's like our little brother trying to smoke a cigarette like our older brother would or something like that, but that's just my take. 
okay, that sounds about right. Everybody knows it's bad, right? Well, that's part of the appeal, but yes, <laughs> I certainly do. It's, yeah, I don't really get it either, but. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I'm not a crazy person in that sense. Yeah, and maybe we can have a recurring, I explain Omaha to Addie, where just these weird things that you'll be like, gosh, they sure talk about X, whatever weird thing. Yeah. And, and then I explain it to you, having grown up here, and I was gone for a minute. But yeah, it's certainly a f unique, funny subculture. I've thought of some reality docu-series concepts that I'm just like, if I could capture this, Alexander Payne's done it well on film. That's really the master, but yeah, that's funny. And any other Omaha things I can translate, explain, laugh at, uh, cry about? Cry about. Uh, honestly, that's the only one that really just sticks with me. <laughs> when I go to sleep, that's one that goes to my mind that's a big one and now that's all i can say if anyone out there listening has got another thought e email me at tony at omapod.com and we'll cover it later but yeah there's a chicago thing to it someone once explained it to me about like how the stockyards and stuff were set up was that omaha was a lot of the chicago influence including like organized crime and a lot of that was chicago based and kansas city was new orleans based so they are these kind of different things but yeah that's an interesting thought now so, is that kansas city missouri we're talking about <laughs> i don't acknowledge kansas city kansas oh, yes okay. kcmo the one and only. Okay. Do you like it down there? Have you been down there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually just passed through there this weekend. I was going to the Ozarks. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just passed through Kansas City a few times. How'd you like the Ozarks? Did you do comedy there? <laughs> I did speak at my dad's memorial, and oh, I wow. killed. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so, glad you uh, killed, but... <laughs> yeah, they, they live streamed it, which I didn't know was happening until I was up there. Really? Yeah. I also recently gave a eulogy that a relative was holding their iPhone and like smiling <laughs> and giving a thumbs up. It was a little distracting. Yeah. When you're, did you, and I don't know the circumstances, so apologies if this is offensive, but were you able to use a little bit of humor in the eulogy? Was that appropriate? And did you feel oh, your yeah. stand up training was a lot of it? Oh, yeah. It was really, I, when I was up there, it was going so well that I said, the next time I'm on stage, I'm going to bomb. That's how well this is going. You don't suit. get two of these in a row. Yeah, and, and also keep the black suit and tie maybe as the on stage. There is something to the solemnity of such an occasion that does make it like, yeah, I got some huge laughs that I wasn't expecting in a eulogy <laughs> a couple weeks back. And uh, I was like, okay, it's just because it was so unexpected, I think. Yeah, there's so much sadness at that type of thing. That any respite can really be quite comforting. Yeah. How did you prepare for that, may I ask? Same as I always do. I wrote jokes, baby. Yeah. I had so much stuff on my dad anyway. I'd been writing stuff about him beforehand, and it was all clean material. I tried to get into clean shows and stuff. So, yeah, it was a perfect for a church setting. We did one. It was at Pacific Springs Retirement Home, and I, in my mind picturing this, it was going to be a small gathering of family and it was at the retirement home where my aunt had lived, and it was just streaming everybody who lived there coming in. And I was like, oh, it's at the home, so they are all going to come to this. 
And it was like a show that you're expecting, like a mic or a small, intimate crowd turned into a big crowd. And I had just about a moment beforehand where I was like, not what I was expecting, not what I was... It actually turned out great, but there's certainly an energy to it. It's talking to an audience. In a way, it's no different. But I respect you sharing that. And again, Addie Herman, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.